0: Hilton, now the head football coach at Georgia Southern. We were just talking with the head football coach at Appalachian State, Sean Clark, about kind of the wild game that JMU had with App State last year. Well, you had a pretty wild game with the Dukes <laughs> a year ago too, didn't you? Yeah, that was a special
1: <laughs> day. That was a special day in Statesboro. Um, you know, Coach Signetti and the job he does. You know, you're getting an extremely well coached football team, and that's what we got. And um, just a great college football game. That it was that was wild and back and forth <laughs> and and um, one of the more special memories of the season for us cuz we knew um, we, we had found a way to be victorious over a really good football
0: team. 45-38 was that final down in states bro. That was that was a fun day. That, well, the result wasn't fun for the folks wearing purple, but it was a fun fun game no doubt about that. You know, Clay, talk about your first year and and getting getting Georgia Southern back to a bowl game Mm -hmm. and and having that postseason success, more practices and everything like that, that was a big deal for the program, Uh wasn't it?
1: It was a confidence builder. I thought that was probably our biggest area of growth. I I got the great advantage of coming in three games left in the 2021 season to be able to evaluate staff and and players and knew we had had players on that team that could do some special things, but with 18 and 21-year-olds, you come off a three-win season, there's a confidence that has to be built, too, and I really thought our confidence and our belief in each other as a team really grew throughout the season, whether it's going to Lincoln, Nebraska, and getting a big win, whether Absolutely. it's a win over JMU and the quality of opponent there, whether it's uh, getting an arch-rival uh, win over App State and going to postseason. All those things just keep building. I see it. I I, I, <laughs> I know what we got as, as a guy that's been doing it for 29 years, but when you're 18 to 21, you know, they're more visual and say, hey, where are we? Um, and their confidence grew and by the end of the season, uh, it's really carried over I- into our offseason. they got a chip on their I shoulder. Bet. they they really got to feel like, hey, we can't co- not only compete with anybody, we want to put ourselves in championship contention now. That's our next step. So they haven't been comfortable. They haven't been stagnant. They keep pushing to our ultimate goal, which is a championship.
0: And I brought this up with a lot of coaches because they've all kind of brought this up, that there was a moment last year where, boy, it was kind of a rough stretch. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, lose two or three games in mm-hmm. a row or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. and, and the team can – can go one of two Mm -hmm. ways. (laughs) And and I I even, I look at... Again, you were playing well after the JMU game. You win, yep. you beat Old Dominion, but then you lose close games to mm-hmm. South Alabama, yep. Louisiana, Marshall, yep. and then it comes down to the final game of the year. Yep. And you found a way. Your guys didn't give in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were on your home field, which certainly helps. But was that a moment that, that really stood out for you?
1: Well, it was the definition of who they are. We had 15 in November. It was just we, the injury bug hit us. Yeah. We had 15 season-ending injuries, and we would lose a heartbreak loss for a really good football team in South Alabama at home late in the fourth quarter. Um, um, and, you know, I credit those kids. They, they said, hey, we're going to find a way to get us to postseason. And we knew we had to do it against a good App State team. Uh, and we knew it was going to be a rivalry game, a lot of emotion yeah. uh, in that game. And uh, it's, it's one of those games that it was as many situational mastery pieces <laughs> that you always <laughs> teach guys all came to fruition. Yeah. And it was just neat to right. see them react and produce in that environment. Yeah. And a uh, special moment.
0: No question. We're talking to Clay Helton now in his second year as the head football coach at Georgia Southern. Six or seven a year ago, got to a bowl game. They did defeat the Dukes down in Statesboro. And do you feel more comfortable right now? Uh, again, you. Yeah. we talked last year at this time mm-hmm. that you got to come in and evaluate like yeah. you talked about. Yeah. So that, that probably made you feel maybe a little more comfortable in year one. But do you feel more comfortable right now in year two? Oh, definitely. Because you get better. You have relationships
1: with the guys. You've been, I've already built trust. Mm-hmm. You've put culture into play, a year's worth of what who you are, what you're about. Um, and mm-hmm. you, you continue to progress as. The, uh, with the needs of your team. Um, nine returning starters on offense obviously makes you feel more comfortable. <laughs> yes, it does. But also, you know, knowing the pieces that we need defensively, to, to really that's our biggest area of growth. Having right. Brandon Bailey come in, who we saw in the bowl game in Buffalo, a Mike Elko disciple as our defensive coordinator, being able to give him some pieces of the puzzle uh, out of the transfer portal and the secondary and, and the front has really, you know, I think will be our, our area of growth to hopefully make making us a better football team than we were last year.
0: Let's start with that side of the football and just talk about um, Brandon Bailey coming in as yeah. your DC. What, what what was it about him that really drew you to, to bringing him in?
1: Yeah you, you know I, I've been running this system for a while. Uh, my brother at Western Kentucky very similar and one of the things as, as he and I always talk it's is finding a defense that gets the ball back, not worrying about yards, right. but gets the ball back. And when I, I've always been fascinated um, uh, with Mike Elko's system, you know Brandon's a Mike Elko disciple. Um, that four-two-five, and, and the one thing that it does when you look at that numbers off last year. They were seventh in seventh in the nation in turnovers. Buffalo was, and they were top third in third down efficiency. Well, when you have the success you can have offensively with the numbers that we can put up, that we were in a lot of close games yeah. last year. You hope that by getting the ball back, it, it allows you to get two, three score separation. Now it's harder to come back. Sure. And So that's what I've that's what I've seen at, at, with my brother at Western Kentucky. Uh, coach summers and the job he did of turn they were one of the top turnover teams and that created that separation mm-hmm. um we hope to do that this year uh, under under Brandon's leadership.
0: We're talking to Clay Helton, the second-year head football coach at Georgia Southern. The Dukes will play host to Georgia Southern this year on Saturday, October the 14th at Harrisonburg at Bridgeforth Stadium. And how about on the defensive side? You mentioned you brought in quite a few guys. Was it to get some more depth and kind of overhaul that defense a little bit? Yeah, we, we needed to revamp secondary watch um, and, and create more
1: depth. We've done that. We bring in, in T.J. Smith from Kansas State, Cam Williams um, from – from Washington, um, Hickman from ECU at Corner. We've done some things that provide some some veteran leadership mm-hmm. and guys that have played the game for a while uh, you can already see the dynamic okay. of how uh, the maturity that it's grown we've also gotten bigger in the defensive front um, uh, both having some young people grow up adding a couple additions out of the transfer portal um, it, we're a deeper football team all the way around especially defensively um, I thought that that's what hurt us the most most in November we're just out of bodies <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and um, but we've gone deeper where we will not see a lack of production if we do have a couple injuries throughout the season.
0: Did it take a year or two, again, you can come in and look at film and do all that, but now that you've been through the the league a year, maybe you understand, yeah. maybe, well, maybe we'll recruit a different type of player, or maybe we need this a little mm-hmm. bit different here or there. Is that something that you kind of learn, to?
1: Yeah, there's so many different styles yeah. within
0: this league, uh,
1: you, you know, and, and it's such a quarterback-driven league. Uh, we played a dang good one <laughs> against, J- against JMU. Both QBs uh, look pretty good that oh day. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, and, and you look at – I saw Grayson today from, yeah. uh, from Coastal. And you just look at the quality of quarterback play in this league and the different systems. Yeah. you got to be built to be able to withstand a running game of that state but be able to survive the skill of a JMU and a Marshall uh, mm-hmm. across the board. And so, uh, you know, it is something that – you. You've got to build for uh, a bunch of different systems. And and in this league, it's one of the most competitive leagues in my career I've ever been associated with. It's a league that you saw go have national prominence. No doubt. Uh, outside with four power five wins within the league. It's It is, in my mind, the premier group of five league.
0: Yeah. And if you don't bring your A game in this league, you're going to get your butt beat. You will, <laughs> no doubt about that. You mentioned quarterback. How about your quarterback situation? Yeah. Talk about that. Is there a competition right now?
1: Well, if we, I've said this a bunch today. I said after spring, if we were to play today, Davis Brent is the quarterback. You know, you got to make it through 25 practices, pray for <laughs> Uh But we've deepened that room. Um, and um, we're very thankful that we brought Davis in as well as J.C. French uh, from Memphis, who's a Georgia product originally, um, to be able to have a Colton Fitzgerald there, to be able to have um, – uh kobe walton come in um don't know where david dallas will be from a shoulder uh, from a soldier uh, shoulder surgery Uh, but we have depth in that room Mm -hmm. where last year i really felt if kyle leaves pretty much kyle right yeah it's going to be a drop off (laughs) but that's what you do in recruiting is with each class you get to build the depth and the strength of the room and we're in a position now where don't really feel like there would be a fall off if we had an injury do you want to throw it over 600
0: times again? <laughs> well We've always
1: <laughs> – I've said this a bunch today. The best-kept secret of our offense is number 25, yeah. Jalen White. I, I think he's – agree. He's one of – not only one of the – best backs in our league I think he's one of the best backs in the country he's an NFL football player he he, the 1100 yards he provided offensively in 10 ball games um, was extremely important the best friend of a quarterback is a really good running back and to have Jalen White to have you know um, OJ Arnold to have Terrence Gibbs in that room Mm -hmm. uh, is what creates the balance so we're always going to take what the defense gives us. So sometimes that you know we we all of a sudden get drop eight versus Old Dominion and we have to run the ball sixty times rather than right. throwing it. And then there's going to be times where you know uh, we see a Marshall and JMU that brings every <laughs> pressure from <laughs> everywhere, and you're like, all right, it's swinging around a little it's bit. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be one of those throwing days. And so um, it, for us, it's basically what the defense decides they want to do, and yeah. then we'll go the other route.
0: Again, at uh, number one in the conference a year ago offensively, and you know, talk about your skill, guys, because Jalen's back, obviously, yeah. and, and really, really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Caleb Hood is back. Derwin Burgess mm-hmm. is back at receiver. Some other guys, I'm sure you've brought some guys in. But I, I know yeah. you feel good about your skill, guys, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Hey, you know, you got
1: nine returning starters on offense um, with a lot of skill. Uh, and to have uh, Caleb Hood, who brings that day-to-day consistency, Derwin Burgess, who's Mr. Electric, creating mm-hmm. huge plays and ki- critical moments in games. Jalen White, we talked about. J.J. McAfee. Mm -hmm. who really developed into a dynamic tight end. Adding adding Keaton Upshaw, transfer from Kentucky, that room has become a lot stronger. Um, Our skill positions offensively are deep, and and, um, I I put a lot of pressure on Coach Ellis. (laughs) I I expect us to not only match the numbers that we had last year, but to improve on those numbers because um, we are talented, and it is year two of the system. So we look to continue to progress and not stay comfortable, not stay stagnant.
0: We're talking about Clay Helton, the football coach at Georgia Southern, and, and a lot of offenses are only as good as their O-line. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you've you got some depth there now, too, yeah. don't you? You've got a lot of returning yeah. starters up there. Um, do you feel like that will be a strength for you guys? Yeah, definitely. You know, you look at that offensive line that in 600
1: passes only gave up seven sacks. That was the number one pass per sack yeah. ratio. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, Kyle getting the ball out, but a, that offensive line played as good as I've ever seen. And, and so – To be able to have three of the five back um, uh, provides a tremendous amount of leadership. Um, Probably the biggest area I can't wait to see is a young man named Chandler Strong who takes over for Logan Lagemeyer who had played a lot of ball for us but uh, has really showed signs of being a really special player at the center position. Uh, And anybody that touches the ball is is extremely (laughs) important. So I'm looking forward to watching his growth this year. Yeah.
0: As as you guys had so much success, again, you're not going to just change it because it was working pretty well for you. But I'm sure there are some tweaks and different things that, that you, you do with this offense, isn't there?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I, the one thing that I appreciate I about Coach Ellis and our coaches, I've always said them, don't – Never tell me, hey, we're going to just stick with what we're doing, uh, or we're always going to do what we've yeah. always done. You, you you fight like heck for innovation, um, and the game is always evolving, and you find it, it, it may not be a total system overhaul, but you find a wrinkle or two that you feel really fits mm-hmm. your offense, and we've always done that. Uh, we we go outside and, and study other teams that have had success. Uh, we're all pirates. No uh, question. Uh, as far as you offensive coaches. You all are. <laughs> we look at other offenses and say, yeah, that fits us. And so we have had a couple wrinkles that we can't wait to display uh, Mm -hmm. this year and um, uh, that fit our personnel and fit what we do.
0: Talk about d- defensive a little bit more. I know you've got a couple of guys back. Obviously, uh, Watson Trent is back, and, and he was preseason first mm-hmm. team. So is he one of your leaders on that side of the football? Oh, definitely.
1: You know, there's a reason he was named preseason all-conference. I mean, any time that you have over 100 tackles, I mean, that's that's pretty great yeah, numbers. Yeah, no and doubt. He, he's the guy that uh, our team has respect for. Um he, uh, the greatest players I've ever been around—you can't tell the difference between practice and the game. No question. And he's got one speed, and that's what linebackers do. Uh, <laughs> <and> so <laughs> right. he—he's he, rubbed off on a lot of other guys. But I'm—I'm I'm looking forward. There's a young man that uh, that we've got to watch his brother at Georgia, but T.J. Smith, who transferred from from uh, K-State. Is following, uh, I think, in his gotcha. brother's footsteps as a great safety. I, he probably will be. The biggest difference maker, I think, on our defense, if not our team, hmm. this year, I think he provides a level of toughness and just experience that is going to help us.
0: We talked about your how comfortable you're getting and everything like that, mm-hmm. but how about your players and again, I, I know they bought in from the beginning mm-hmm. or you wouldn't have had the success you did a year mm-hmm. ago, but um, do you see it more player led right now than, than maybe a uh, year yeah. ago?
1: yeah, so you know you come into year one and you, you basically define your culture your standard and what the expectations Mm -hmm. are um, and you lead that. And then when you get to the point, it goes from coach driven to player driven. Then you got something special. So there's been a, 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 with each program you build a trust, a a coach player Mm -hmm. trust and, and, we're in the relationship business, and having a year's worth of relationship and a year's worth of trust, they know the expectations, they right. know the standard. They're sounded like coaches. <laughs> and you're like, yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> finally, right? Finally, it's <laughs> and and so that's that's why consistency and leadership is so important. We're very fortunate at, at um, Georgia Southern to be able to have our same president and Camarero, our same AD and Jared Benko, to have a Brian Ellis in a leadership role yeah. offensively. You know, it just
0: makes you that much better. The kids know what to expect yeah no question we're talking to clay helton the head football coach at georgia southern and you know being here on the east day i talked to the west coaches yesterday but it's just a little bit different because you only play two of those schools every single mm-hmm. year but with you guys knocking heads every year i just i love what the league has done with these regional rivals and, and mm-hmm. so many like-minded programs mm-hmm. and universities that, that just uh, all these east teams are, yeah. are rivals aren't
1: yeah. they yeah you know that a year ago when when Getting offered the position, I was so intrigued with and so excited Mm -hmm. about coming to George Southern. And one was the strength of the league and what the league was doing. Exactly. You know, not only did every team, every every school stay within the conference while everybody else was breaking up, but all of a sudden there's a James Madison, there's a Marshall, (laughs) there's an Old Dominion, and there's a Southern coming into play. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is. This is going to be the premier group of five mm-hmm. conference and we'll compete against Power Five each and every Saturday. They're given the opportunity. And that's what's happened. You know? So we have tremendous leadership from Commissioner Gill through our presidents, through our ADs, and you look at the quality of players and coaches yeah, within this league. So it's deep. pretty special. It
0: is, no doubt about that. And I know – Again, obviously the game last year was fun, but I, I think we, we should expect that every year from no. when, when you guys play JMU and, and yeah. again, when JMU plays Marshall or you guys play yeah. a- or App yeah. or whoever it is, yeah. there's going to be great games all the time.
1: Yeah. I think about James Madison and you think about George Southern, very similar. Very, The, the yeah. tradition of excellence, the national championships have both, that both teams have won. I, I get to feel it with Brian Shore, who's <laughs> yeah, the right. quarterback of <laughs> <laughs> James every year being a national champion himself yes. and bringing that. So it, it's such quality programs that have a long history and tradition and expectations that uh, you fight every day to live up to those yeah. expectations and it creates for great competitions Does. and saturdays are fun <laughs> they
0: are how is coach shore doing
1: he's doing great It uh, was such a talented young coach i've uh, got such a bright future in this profession yeah.
0: thankful to have him i know i won't have him long <laughs> but thankful <laughs> enjoy for every day you enjoy why you have him yes, right exactly <laughs> Uh, The Dukes and Eagles will meet in Harrisonburg this year, October the 14th. That will be a Saturday at Bridgeport Stadium. Coach Helton, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck this year. Appreciate it.